Good morning, good morning. It's Thursday, we're back. Morning, fellas. Morning. How we how we doing? Excellent. <laughs> Sound it. <laughs> tired and Fuck tired. Hell, Tired Send the listeners get, back to sleep. You get, a, you, get, you get a heat wave in the UK, and that means that you don't get any sleep, basically. So, yeah, I slept pretty all right last night. <laughs> I just had the fun blasting on me. I was all right. But I suppose we should be excited. We've got a couple of days at work, and then we're, we're heading to Singapore, aren't we? So that's we something are. to look forward to. It'll be a busy week. like, But yeah. uh, this will be the first time. I need a holiday back. after that one. Well, this will be the first time everyone's got together, won't it, really? Yeah, which is wild. So, yeah, which is a bit wild. Obviously, we've yeah. us three in the room here have met each other, by the way. I'm sick of the guys. fucking sight of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can nah, hear but... that, uh, those nicotine withdrawals coming through there, can't you, from Dan? <laughs> Yeah, you know what you know what Dan said to Jerry the first time me and Jerry were going to Dubai, the first time we were meeting each other. And Dan went, What are you gonna do if he's like five foot five? <laughs> <laughs> well he thought I was some sort of giant. He thought was I was like six foot seven or something. <laughs> he was sadly disappointed, mate. That is absolutely hilarious. What are you gonna do? Like what, just melt on the spot and pretend he hasn't seen you. Fold the back on your yeah, get back on your flight and go home. Fold the business is too Man- short. Yeah, Solana Manlet. That's God. That's who I am. But anyway, so prices and flows. So we have Bitcoin down slightly at twenty-five thousand seven four nine. Uh, ETH down slightly again at sixteen hundred thirty-five, and the total market cap is down slightly as well, one point zero eight trillion. Uh, Binance inflows. We are down one hundred twenty-eight million on the daily, down one hundred four hundred thirty million on the weekly, uh, and the fear and greed index is flat forty, which is actually the lowest that we've seen. Since we started this podcast, which is right, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. just like it's a product of what you're seeing across the board in terms of the market yeah. being that flat. <laughs> yeah, and it's what... pure dog shit. Pharmaceutical <laughs> <laughs> you know... grade dog shit. <laughs> Do you know what? Right, let's let's just dwell on it for a sec because it's we haven't got any burning news, have we? What what? Do you think at the minute what's the current market outlook for anyone listening who is aware of the situation? Not to put anyone massively on the spot. Just, <laughs> but everyone, I it just everyone's just fading absolutely everything. Like there was Bitcoin ETF, um, grayscale winning got completely faded within like two days. Yeah, ETH, the ETH spot filing just completely eradicated within minutes. I've I personally think there's some big news about to come out in the wash mm-hmm. um which i don't know I, I i just think there's some something big about to come out in the wash hence why everything just completely gets faded it's just any any kind of sign of moving upwards people are just immediately wanting to sell so i don't know mm. if that's just that's the point in the market where we are i have absolutely no idea what's going on anyone who says they do are talking are like full of shit um, and it's not really a market you should be actively trading. It's if you can pick up stuff when it goes like to the lows of the range or out like to the lower bounds of the range, then all good. But you 
definitely shouldn't be actively trading it unless it's like a very low time frame and just kind of swings in and out. Usually just fading a pump because pumps will be faded until they aren't and then you can start mm. like reevaluating the kind of way that you're gonna approach a market. But like the Solana um visa thing, that's fucking huge. That's actually huge. It's not a one sided vanity market announcement that you see other networks no names mentioned (laughs) do all the time but this is actually they're going to be using it to settle for their merchants um for world pay and i can't remember the other one but it's you know it's moving in the right direction yeah and that just immediately gets faded so if you've seen that in the bull market that'd be up fucking probably 100 percent over the past couple of days i think but yeah this it's just poor across the board poor across the board uh mike anything i'll add before i rattle up through a couple of headlines oh yeah like you say yeah. you can't you can't put your finger on anything in terms of mm. standard market cycles um you'd just be taking a, a, a lucky guess where you get it everyone obviously like everyone just speculates consistently but even that's died down so that's that's even a sign yeah. of how dead it is <laughs> yeah so anyway, headlines. So on Tuesday, uh, we obviously mentioned <clears throat> the stake hack. Uh, so now the co-founder has actually come out and it says stake co-founder says wallet keys are not compromised in crypto casinos, $41 million hack. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks like, I know he says in, in the article and you can check actually where the funds are being moved to and stuff, but they look... Like this is no kid sat in his basement doing doing this. It's like someone or some group of people that are extremely sophisticated and know what they're doing. So can't imagine you're gonna see that back, but um <laughs> this is kind of a flex at the bottom of the article. The loss of funds is by no means a trivial amount, but this attack has no material affected stakes operations. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's forty million, which we have to say is a lot of money because we'll come across as dickheads if not. But like that's fucking jump change towards, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, which is exactly what we said on Tuesday, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that to be honest. Fair play. Yeah. But yeah, they'll probably come out in a year, won't it? It's always like after the fact, and it'll be bloody like that Lazarus Group or something like that, where they've they've had a bit of fun again and tried and found a loophole somewhere. <laughs> They're the most profitable people in crypto. Yeah, we also have the GMBL, which I'm just going to pull this one up. Who dropped this one in? Me, because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, so these have been hacked like three hours after they <laughs> after they after they went live, and it's nothing to laugh about. But, um. Can you just click on their profile, Al, and then scroll down a little bit? Because I, I wanna, yeah. want you to see. <laughs> scroll scroll down, I'll keep like a bit further down. It's like 6th of September. So yeah. keep going, keep going. So the, the hack happened, and this was the initial tweet. You see that one at the bottom, investigating <laughs> a potential exploit. <laughs> 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 in, pure panic, in pure panic mode. Why are the eyes lowercase? Why are they all in 
No time. Uh, so, right. okay, yeah. No, but what's funnier is if you if you actually look at the tweet below that it says GMBL is live, play LP, refer stick, trade claims are open, and all the eyes are in lowercase for whatever the fucking that's reason. So bizarre. But if you yeah. if you click through to that, that's like a big announcement post. Let's fucking go six ten a.m. and then at. 7.58 a.m. <laughs> investigating oh, a potential no. exploit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people in this, um, a lot of people touting it as well. Like, you never... <laughs> you're never going to know if there's going to be a fucking exploit. Like, and anyone who says you should be more careful like talking about shit that just comes on the market, yeah. One, how are you going to find out about it if people aren't talking about it? Two, like... Nobody's reading fucking contracts before they're talking about it, particularly not like people who are on Twitter. The people on Twitter are fucking idiots, us included. So it's it's always after the fact that people are like, Oh yeah, you shouldn't people shouldn't be talking about people shouldn't be talking about it. it's just rogue look people have just lost their money. But it happens like, every day. I know. Like, <laughs> like I don't get what people like expect. It's usually not a hacker, it's usually some some little kid in the basement who's like, Oh, I'll make a couple of quid here, let's launch a a captain in who token or whatever it may be and, and make some coin like make some quick coin. To be fair, there was a captain in who was genuine to be fair, but like just <laughs> that's probably a bad example. But uh that sounds like something that the captain in who devoted to and like not that it's acceptable, I guess. Like it, I guess it's it's such a strange like ethos in crypto that like like to get rugged and just go, oh fine, like let's let's buy something else. I think they've got like over fifty percent of the funds back, but still, it's uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shit show. Again, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, it's... I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. It's uh, it's just wild. But I guess it's the it's the nature of CT, isn't it? Everyone thinks they can launch something and then try and handle it when shit hits the fan as well. <laughs> the two are not mutually exclusive, exclusive. But whatever. So also, uh, build on base. Earlier today, we had a delay in block production due in part to our internal infrastructure requiring a refresh. The issue has been identified and remediated. No funds are at risk. To stay updated, check status.base.org. Yeah. So Raj from Solana had a fucking great tweet, which was the fact that it was just whenever Solana goes down, it's a complete outage and a failure. And whenever anyone else goes down, it's a, it's a halt in block production. Mm. <laughs> and it just shows the level of fucking, you know, bias that are in the market across like crypto media and shit like that as well. But yeah, I mean, it's just, just hiccups in it. Like it's, yeah. it's nothing major. There's with L2s that you, they're designed with the security of the L1 in mind as well. There's a lot of people, building the quote-unquote kind of escape hatch of anything where to happen where you need your funds off the L2. Um, there is like repos and code for it currently, but if anything drastic were to happen and you needed that escape hatch back to the L1, there's going to be fucking 100 people on the planet who know how to kind of execute that and perform that. So like the front-end UI, UX actually needs to be implemented. So in future, if there's anything a little bit more serious with like L2s, then that can actually happen, but yeah, it's just like, it's a bit of a non-issue. Long, yeah, it's a bit of a non-issue. It's just like it's just flat, and people like it's, it's happened. Like, it happened yeah. on Ab. It happened on Ab where 
and it's just like it gets fixed and remediated and there's going to be hiccups it's it's the way technology goes mm-hmm. but like if, if as long as there's nothing too dramatic then like who cares really yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh, another story which we had our eye on, which uh, everyone knows I'm a big fan of these ones, Rollbit. We are proud to announce that Rollbit is the official European betting partner of SSC Napoli. We look forward to supporting and working closely with Napoli over the following months. I feel like uh, in Italy, they're way more open to <laughs> Web3 sponsorship and gambling than anywhere else is yet. Who's getting who's getting the back pocket there? <laughs> see how many see how many sponsors you can have on your shirt as well. It's like, <laughs> just looking at the video now. It's but uh, I think we I think we said this, didn't we? We said this a couple of months back when we yeah. were talking about Rollbit. And like look, we're not getting paid by Rollbit. I fucking no. wish we were. I'd take that money all day long. And anyone who says they wouldn't is fucking lying. So um we said like the next step for them would be They've tapped into like the glass ceiling and they've conquered the mind share of Twitter users and crypto crypto users. And then it's like, how do you expand yeah. beyond that? And it's getting into obviously sports. Maybe exactly they right, go yeah. after I don't know, maybe they go after like Bellator or One FC or K one mm. or something like that as well. Obviously, I don't think they're gonna get like the UFC. Because I can yeah. imagine Dana has like an extra zero on everything. Is steak.com already on the UFC or have they not made it there? I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You don't, you'd assume so. I, I've ne- I can't reckon I can't remember recognizing. I can't picture it there. there. Mm. Well VE chain are the official blockchain of the UFC, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Conor McGregor's coked up fucking antics stored forever immutably on the V chain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you are you are right, Grant, to be fair, because it's even like talking about adoptions of it's different to even just having Binance on the front of the shirt. Which yeah. was it Napoli that used to have Binance or uh Roma maybe had it as well? But it's different, isn't it, to like a centralized exchange um advertising through like I, traditional streams which carry I, its own like gone. I think they're gone for that. I think the yeah. Biden the time for something drastic to happen to Binance and then they're just going to move into that first episode slowly. Mm. There seems to be like... Or, or they can go the other way and like try and do it fully on chain, but I can imagine they'll... I can imagine next steps are just to ever so slowly creep in, steal market share from centralized exchanges. Obviously, it's, um, start tapping into some stake.com market share after that mm. recent hack and ship. That'll take a lot of time, but getting mobile first and all that kind of shit. So, yeah. It does seem to be more like some industries are just more acceptable to the fact like you've got like F1 still that like like yeah they've still got promotions there, UFC, um, and then like certain, I guess certain uh, football associations and and clubs at the moment. But it doesn't yeah. apart from that, I haven't really seen it elsewhere at the moment. You don't see it. It pays of players, and it's like a good crossover yeah. of the Venn diagram between like. Sports people with high risk tolerance who like to gamble regardless. Mm-hmm. It's just the same thing in a different format. So, yeah. Um, and it, it was what? Lazio, by the way. I just remembered it was Lazio. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess the, the overall point I was making in a week that we've talked a lot about, you know, retail adoption and stuff, it feels like this is a much easier sell to like your average normie to like gamble betting than it is trying to explain even a centralized exchange. I guess that's the point that I was. It's a Trojan, Trojan horse, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. And it's well, again, it goes way. back to this like account abstraction and ease yeah. of like getting your funds on and understanding. Like people mm-hmm. know better. <laughs> ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In terms of swapping yeah. tokens and what you're doing there or anything else is like to to normal people without explanation is quite abstract, yeah. really. Uh, well, which that, sort of... that fact of like de- depositing onto there, understanding the landscape because like every one of like our mates or basically anyone in the UK who's in their twenties who's remotely into sports has probably put a bet on the betting app mm-hmm. and using that as a Trojan horse and then like you're probably flicking through one day and you're like buy Bitcoin, buy <laughs> Harry Potter Sonic Ten Inu. <laughs> so it's like you, you draw them in with like the betting app and then you've also got the perps and derivatives and the wallet yeah. in there and like buy an RLB and like all that kind of shit so um, yeah but yeah we dwelled on that one a lot so in, in the essence of time um, which one do we want to focus on last because we did have a couple of headlines uh, Mike do you want to talk about yours or do we want to talk about the MetaMask headline do Mike's Mike's is more informative I think yeah yeah, so I get so obviously the narrative that's been going around in terms of at the moment, well, over the past month was the whole uh, Telegram, Discord, like sniper bots that, or, or any type of bots really. There's all sorts of been developed or in the works um, has been the main narrative. It sort of dropped off. The main one that we were looking like that people sort of gravitated to and had first mover advantage was Unibot, um, which I think it's its all-time high was probably around 250 million market cap mm-hmm. or something like that. So, yeah, so in recent days, me just coming back to work, to be honest, uh, I picked up on this banana gun and they've built a sort of similar product, sniper bot and a cell bot, um, but it's not tokenized at the moment. So it's been free to use and, and they've sort of got product market fit, knowing that people are after after these type of bots regardless. So having not to buy into a token, but but having access is obviously advantageous, especially when you in this market when you dominate the risk of I don't know, buying Unibot at the top of the market and then trying to use the bot to, to then make all your money back when it drops from <laughs> which which it has done. Um because now it's at about eighty six million market cap. Um, I think there was some FUD around it as well. Not sure how true that is, so I won't, I won't really divulge there. The, uh, one of the one of the founders' Telegram got hacked. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Oh uh, yeah. Let's like I say I can't, couldn't confirm or deny because I just heard rumors and I was like I don't know how true that is. No one else seemed to either. <laughs> so yeah. So Baga- Banana Gun are doing a raise at the end of this week. So I imagine t- uh, today tomorrow uh, for eight hundred ETH. Um, with a maximum of one ETH buy-in. They're launching a market cap of 1.56 million. So in terms of uh, current market share, it's significantly less than what you're looking at with Unibot. Um, It's only 20% of the supply, which is getting released from pre-sale. So the the tokenomics, they're saying that they're going to lock a hell of a lot of the supply with 65% of the team, uh, to- sorry, is treasury is going to be locked. And then there's a 10% supply for the team, which is also locked and vested. So if, if that remains true in terms of your diluted, uh, fully diluted value, it's about 6.5 uh, million market cap. Again, it's like 10x, 12x less than what you're looking at at Unibot. So 
there could be an opportunity there, but the state of the market is also like, yeah, in terms of shit coins across the board, there's not much popping and appetite for stuff has sort of wavered. Wind. Yeah. Good that might. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, I actually think that was a pretty decent episode considering you can tell. <laughs> it was a lot more, tell, <laughs> more serious. <laughs> it was quite it was quite serious because I think we're flat, the market's flat. <laughs> we still do a good job of it. But uh look, sign up to the newsletter. Uh you know where to go for that one. And our new YouTube show is still early. Uh, it's not as easy to find yet because it's only just been launched on YouTube, so we'll link that below. Um, but there's lots of good shit coming your way on that end as well. Um, and other than that, I will leave it there. Cheers, boys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.